Hello and welcome to Beckett Talks, the new podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we'll be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. And it's time for Beckett Talks Research. I'm Dee Grismond, and each week I will be showcasing the interesting and innovative research community here at Leeds Beckett as part of this podcast series. In this week's episode, we look back at an interview recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic with Dr Jill Gibbon at the Leeds School of Arts here at Leeds Beckett University. Dr Gibbon is a politically engaged artist with research interests in war, art and aesthetics. She's currently working on a project documenting the secretive world of the international arms trade by drawing undercover in arms fairs. Her work has been exhibited in the UK, US and is in the permanent collection of the Imperial War Museum and the Bradford Peace Museum. Welcome to the podcast, Dr Jill Gibbon. So first of all, Let's start by finding out how you first got involved in the peace movement. I got involved with Greenham Common, um, that was sort of way back in the 1980s. Um, So I visited Greenham Common a few times and that grew out of real concern about um, nuclear weapons um, and the the, the utter devastation that they have caused and um, could cause again. Um, And then I got involved again with the invasions of Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, It seemed, I I just was so baffled about the decision to go to war in both of those cases. It seemed that it would only, the the wars would only inflame terrorism, would only inflame the um, unstable situation in the Middle East, which they have, they have done. And from that, I, I became increasingly concerned about the arms trade because I became aware that the only group really that was benefiting from those invasions was um, uh, the arms companies. The shares in arms companies did very well during the war on terror. So that's, that's where I, I became particularly concerned about the arms trade. And leading on from that, when did you first start getting involved in art? I've always been involved in art. I cannot remember a time when I haven't made art. And particularly drawing. Um, I just, I absolutely love drawing. I love its economy. I love that all you need is a piece of paper and a pen. So I've, I've just, I've always drawn. So then how did these two passions of the peace movement art come together for you? I brought peace activism and drawing together in the war on terror. I took part in protests and I just started taking a sketchbook with me. And I used to draw um, as part of marches. I began to draw as part of blockades and I became interested in the way in which drawing can be a protest in itself and the way in which that specific presence on location that you're taking yourself to um, situations which are sometimes very closely connected to war, how I could use that presence as a form of activism, you know, and and then that has kind of evolved really to become a a central part of my research, a sort of um, developing an activist version of, of reportage. So it's not a natural place to find an artist. So what drew you initially to the arms fairs? 
The international arms trade is very hidden. Um, it's, it's very secretive and arms fairs are one of the few places that, that the arms trade is almost on show. They take place, well, the, the world's largest arms fair, which is called the Defence Security Exhibition International, the DSEI. That takes place every two years in London's Docklands. And it, it is, it's highly secretive. It's hidden behind lines of security, police, barbed wire fencing. However, it is one moment every two years when you are aware that the, the world's leading arms companies, military contractors, um, repressive regimes, authoritarian states, countries at war are all meeting together to look at weapons and to discuss deals. So I was involved in protests outside of this arms fair and I just became more and more intrigued about what was going on inside and um, and I began to think about ways that I might be able to get inside. And that then, that did stem from this idea of um, an activist version of reportage drawing. So the first, way, the first way that I managed to get inside was by describing myself as an official war artist. And that was basically making a play on the tradition of official war art where artists draw to commission in war zones, um, which has always slightly frustrated me because I sort of think that that gives this impression that war is just starting spontaneously abroad, totally ignoring what's actually happening, happening at home and the preparations for war. So I started by describing myself as an official war artist and um, was very surprised when it was accepted because there's nothing official about me. Um, but it didn't last very long as a cover. It lasted for, for a couple of fairs, but it lasted until a security guard looked over my shoulder and noticed that I wasn't actually drawing the weapons. I'd said that I wanted to get into sketch tanks as reference for paintings, and he very soon noticed that I was actually just drawing people who were networking and drawing um, you know, drawing other aspects of the fair. So he, um, and he basically said to me, if you're an official war artist, why don't you go and draw in Iraq? And then that was it. That was the end of that cover. And that was when performance really became a, an important part of the project. And when I realised that if I was going to get back in, I really had to make a performance of it. And so I changed my name. I set up um, a sham company um, and that's when I began to start wearing a suit and began to really start acting the, the part of, of a security consultant. The Leeds School of Arts is united by a common goal to encourage individuality, to inspire creativity and to create impact. They have an exciting and experimental approach to contemporary creative practice and aim to give all students the confidence, curiosity and commitment to thrive at university and beyond. 
With a history that spans over 170 years, the Leeds School of Arts has over 40 courses in subjects ranging from architecture and landscape, creative technology, art and design, through to fashion, film, music and performing arts. So, if any of these subjects interest you, whether you're starting out on your educational journey or wishing to progress professionally, go to leedsbeckett.ac.uk forward slash LSA for more information. And now I'm back in the studio asking questions to Jill Gibbon. So once you were inside the arms fairs, what was it that shocked you the most? When I first went into an arms fair, I had at that stage been drawing outside of the events for some years. And I thought that I was aware of what went on in the arms trade, but nothing prepared me for what I found inside. what really shocked me when I first went in was the way in which ev- these vast pieces of military equipment, tanks, fighter jets, huge missiles, bombs, they're all presented as products. They're new, they're shining, they're spotlit. Um, I think I'd imagined that, that the fairs would be more discreet, that everything would be taking place um, in, in meeting rooms, but no, it's just a vast exhibition space um, with the missiles and military equipment basically looking really very beautiful and seductive. And all around the military equipment are, is, is hospitality, so tables are laid with spotless white linen, there's fruit, there's cakes, there's champagne, uh, there's waiting staff sort of tending to your every need, Um, and then there are also the complimentary gifts. So I think what has shocked me most is that really strange juxtaposition of the, the wine, the hospitality, the gifts, and, and the military equipment. Um, and connected to that is the drinking, um, the, the really excessive drinking that starts from about 11 in the morning and then just goes on. And in a way, I've realised that's part of what makes it possible for me to stay in the fairs and to draw, that I think by the afternoon, a lot of the arms traders are really quite oblivious of what's going on and what other people are doing. And whereas I have to be really quite careful in the morning, by the afternoon I can, I can pretty much sit anywhere and draw and, and people don't hardly seem to notice what I'm doing. So how has your experiences in the art industry influenced the way you teach your students? I encourage my students to think outside the box. I encourage my students to think critically and to follow their hunches and their conscience uh, about what matters and to be aware of the power of art. I think art um, really can give insights into situations that other methods can't. So I, I, I also really encourage my students to think about the interdisciplinary power and potential of art as a method. You have some work in the permanent collection at the Bradford Peace Museum and you have also exhibited your work drawn while undercover in the arms fair which will hopefully be going to Copenhagen in 2022. 
What do you hope the audiences will take away from this exhibition? What I hope this exhibition will achieve is, first of all, to make the arms trade visible, so to reveal something that's usually hidden, and also to demonstrate the, the power of art, what, what, what art is able to do and what art is able to draw attention to, and the power of something as apparently small and insignificant as a, a notebook and, and a pen. You know, I work on a really small scale, I have to. I work in small A6 sketchbooks, sometimes in really difficult circumstances um, where I'm having to keep semi-hidden. Um, and yet even in those circumstances, I think that a lot can, can be done and, and a lot can be revealed um, simply through drawing. And why do you want to draw in the arms fairs specifically? I started drawing in arms fairs because I wanted to make the international arms trade visible. The arms trade is, is very hidden. Arms fairs take place behind rows of security guards, police, walls and barbed wire. Very few people are allowed in. You have to be part of the industry and you need an official pass. And what I found inside was very shocking. My art practice and research are fundamental to my teaching. I really encourage my students to be brave, to think outside the box, to follow their conscience, to work on the issues that really matter to them. And in particular, I encourage them to be aware of the power of art, that they can reveal things with simple mediums that are just not available to other methods. Tell me a little bit about your teaching style. I would say what mainly characterises my teaching is encouragement, that I think that students blossom when they're encouraged and that students come to Leeds Beckett to learn, to learn graphic arts, usually because they absolutely love art and I, I think that just needs to be encouraged. And I think with one of the most powerful things that students have or can, you know, can work with is, is confidence. If they're confident, if they love their subject, those are the two main things. And then I think from that, they can achieve amazing things. Do you have a place that is your favourite place to sketch? My favourite place to draw or sketch is the outside world. I, I, my, I respond to what's going on around me. So, so long as there are people, politics, life going on, then, then I will draw it. And what would you like to do next with this amazing body of work around the arms trade? I would really like to take the exhibition more widely. Um, I, I want the work to be seen much more widely. So uh, there's a lot of insights from having gone into arms fairs that I'm, I'm continuing to disseminate and, I, and I, I will be continuing to do that. So I'm writing about the work, um, I'm looking into other exhibition venues. I am continuing to draw in arms fairs while the arms trade is still there, I will still be drawing it. Um, but I'm also looking at other, other political issues to be drawing. How do you think audiences will react to this exhibition here at the Bradford Peace Museum? I hope audiences 
will be shocked by the insights in the exhibition. What I've been trying to do is to convey some of the shock that I felt and continue to feel when I'm in arms fairs. So if, if, if audiences are disturbed by the, by the images of drinking and weaponry, then I'll, I'll feel that the drawings have done their, their job. There's a lot of pressure these days, um, now that students are paying for their education, for them to get value for money out of degrees. And that means that often arts degrees are not seen to have the earning potential of other degrees. What are your thoughts about this? I think an art degree is an absolutely amazing thing. It's, it's a brilliant transferable skill. You learn to think, you learn to question, you learn to express yourself, and where is that not relevant? So it's a wonderful thing to be able to make art. Um, it's an in incredibly powerful way of responding to the world and expressing yourself and speaking about your place in the world and challenging what's going on. But also, you can bring those skills to, to all sorts of professions. Where, where is that critical thinking not needed? Thank you, Jill Gibbon. That has been really insightful. And if you're interested in Jill Gibbon's artwork around arms fairs, please do look out for her book, The Etiquette of the Arm Trade, which is currently available. Thanks again, Jill Gibbon. The Beckett Talk podcasts are released every Tuesday. So don't forget to check our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook to find out more details on our next episode. See you next week. Today, Leeds Beckett Research Community is delivering innovative, multidisciplinary research, helping to address some of the most pressing challenges we face today. Across a range of disciplines, our researchers are striving to improve quality of life, equality and the environment around us. We are dedicated to making a difference and our research pages showcase the real-world impact taking place at the university. You can find out more at leedsbeckett.ac.uk forward slash transform and if you've enjoyed hearing about the research at Leeds Beckett University subscribe to our channel and listen out for more of our Beckett Talks research podcasts <laughs>